So yeah, we missed the Monday. Kind of. No, 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 no. We didn't miss the Monday. Your boy definitely, definitely screwed the pod. We we were 45 episodes in and you decide, now nah, I'm gonna take a break this week. I'm gonna sit out this week. I, I, I figured Olympians were allowed to do it. I figured uh NBA players were allowed to do it. So I, I just I just tried my own my own kind of a mental break. So let me throw this out there, big dog. <laughs> Our listeners, let's say they were going to the ball. And you were supposed to be their date. Oh, I'm going to come. I'm going to be there 6 a.m. early on Monday. I'm going to pick you guys up. And I'm going to give you a great podcast episode. What'd you do? You left them, dude. And I had to co-sign that bullshit because I'm your co-host. <laughs> it's unacceptable. But did I have a good time? Yeah, but our listeners care more, bro. No, it, it was a good thing. Uh, you know what? The listeners, we had maybe one or two people who were mad. But Bro, I got three texts. Okay, we had three people who were mad, but you got three texts and a couple people DMing me. Damn, who DM'd you? Stand by, I'll look. But all dog, right. all I'm saying is there's some people out there that were pissed about the situation, big dog. All right, so I guess I got some explaining to do. I went to the Thomas Wright concert. So I got like <laughs> Father Pat, Chris Henney. Young Mills was all over the scene. That boy was hot. <laughs> he was upset about it. I felt bad because I felt like he had nothing else to do except for listen to the pod. And that's like the one thing he was waiting for. And I, I truly felt bad for him. Bro, we got a very loyal group of listeners that if we miss a Monday, we can't just come out and be like, oh, sorry, y'all. Never miss a Monday till we miss a Monday the next week. Like, you can't be doing that shit. <laughs> you know, but it happened. And that's why we're back. And we're, we're going to be back for a lot of Mondays now because Thomas Rhett's not going to be in town for a couple Sundays. Bro, you ditched our listeners for a half-ass country artist. Whoa, he, that, that he is, but he's a good half-ass country artist. Dog, I just can't believe the shenanigans that were pulled. I can't believe you ditched our listeners like that. You used to be the most loyal man to the pod, and now you're not anymore. You just your Still dedication's am. Still gone. Am. Still am. Your dedication's gone somewhere, bro. All right, but here's the thing. You you compared me to Simone Biles on the side through text message. And I also compared you to Vontae Davis, too. Right. And like I and I have to disagree. Like if if I if I was Simone Biles or Vontae Davis. They're replaceable. The show went on without them. The show did not go on. So, like. So, that is strictly, one, because I am way too goddamn dumb <laughs> to even figure out how to try to post this. I would have ended up posting a conversation between me and Burris, which no one wants to hear our conversations about some half-assed work. You know what I'm saying? I can't even say you're Simone Biles or Vontae Davis because at least they showed up for part of it. You showed up for none of it, dog. I showed up for a part of it. I, I showed up to the point where I was like, oh, shit. I'm going to the Thomas Red concert. <laughs> <laughs> so you couldn't have hit me up and been like, oh, let's do it a little bit earlier. I'm going to keep it real. It, I completely over my head. I wasn't even thinking about it. Bro, just imagine all the hogs. They were dressed up in their tuxedos, 
in their nice gowns, and they were going to go to the prom with you, big dog. They wanted to hear an episode, and what'd you do? You left their ass there. No li- first dance. No last listeners dance. Don't, don't dress up. Come on. Come on, man. Well, they were going to the ball anyways, and you fucking disgraced it. You just literally ghosted them. I did, but it was to see Thomas Rhett, so everybody gave me they gave me the quick forgive button, and, and we're back. Uh, I don't know if they did, bro. I don't know if they we're did. Back. We're back. All, everybody was all like, oh, my God, you know what, Thomas Rhett, that's pretty cool. You went in, you went into a pretty cool concert. So I was just like, yeah, cool. Let's 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 do it. We'll rock it on Monday. And we and like it, it's coming off of a fantasy football draft and everything. So we're going to have a fire football. episode. Yeah. Oh, this is definitely going to be a fire episode. It's got to make up for last week when you ditched our listeners. But anyways, so going on to this, like you're a man of the people, bro. Like I can't just let this go. I just can't. It's <laughs> got to be brought up again. That The fact that you ditched our listeners. So, bro, you're a man of the people and everyone sees you. They're like, yo, he cares about everyone. He's you know what I'm saying? That's what they get. They get a great vibe from you. You know, yeah, the Hawaiian absolutely. vibes, everything like that. They just get really good vibes from you. And then you go and pull this shit where I am not a man of the people. People look at me and they'll be like, oh, yeah, he's he's kind of a douchebag. He's an asshole sometimes, you know, X, Y, and Z. It's okay. I get it. I understand. You are correct. That is, that's a good assumption of me. But they don't ever think that way about you. And what did I, I wanted to be there for our listeners. I wanted to be there. I wanted to give them, even if it was the lost files, I wanted to give them something, bro. And you were like, Nah, dog. I'm at a country concert. Like, I can't be bothered with these people. Well, 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 let's talk about how you ditched me at this concert. I asked you if you're coming, and you're like, I got to feed JoJo. I thought you were coming to the concert. <laughs> Reread those text messages. You said you got it. I, you might have been. You might have been hammered because I never once said I was going. Oh, I was. I, yeah, I, was. I, ha- I said I have to put my daughter down. Would you want me to bring JoJo to a Thomas Rhett concert? No, you put her down, then you come after. You live five minutes up the road. Now you're just giving out my location. You're really not a man of the people anymore. People are going to show up to the house. Were. They don't know you're where the lucky. concert was. You're lucky you're doing this a week after, and we're going to give people a fire episode because if you would have done it last week or the week before, and then we show up without an episode, and pe- people would have came to my house, my residence, and they would have been ready to Ain't fight. No and I'm not about that house. Shit. I'd have, I'd have had to send my wife out to the front lawn to handle business. Like you wouldn't have anyways? No. Come on. Come on. N- Nikki be taking care of all the business out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I just put some uh, – bro, you ever tried to put um, uh, what the hell? Doorknobs on a door? <laughs> bro. I'm not laughing because most- you're incapable. I'm laughing because I have and I failed. Dude, it's infuriating. I started <laughs> punching the door. I got so upset. And I don't, I'm usually even keel for the most part. But dude, I got so fired up. So my experience with this is when I went to go change around the doorknob, I uh, put it up upside down. So the lock, <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't lock the certain way. And then when I took it off and I flipped everything back over, then the, the little thing in the middle that, that moves when you turn the thing, it wouldn't move. Yeah. So I, I got stuck in my my room. <laughs> I was doing everything. Bro, I almost bent the goddamn piece that connects the two. Frustrating, dude, infuriating. But I felt like a man after I got it done. You know, it took it would probably take a normal man maybe five minutes to do that. 
it took me an hour and a half, but I got that shit done, boy. <laughs> so did you watch any YouTube videos or anything like that? Hell no. That I, I was watching error. YouTube videos, dude. I was watching YouTube videos because I got so frustrated that I didn't know what to do. And yeah, I could have read the directions, but I decided to watch YouTube because I wasn't going to read. And every single time I did it, it was wrong. So like, I don't know what these people are doing, but it, it wasn't on me. It was the YouTube video's fault. 100%. You can't take that type of blame. Right. I did a I did a trial by error, and it was a lot of error. Honestly, though, that's how you learn, right? So like yeah. next time, you're probably going to be a pro at it. Probably only take like 30 minutes instead of an hour. I'm not going to cut my time down by that much, but, you know, maybe it'll be a buck 15. <laughs> it'll be an hour 15 next time. This is what we'll go with. I'll, I won't punch the door as much. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> well, hopefully there is no next time. Cause yeah, that's true. Doorknobs are supposed to last kind of a long time. I think I feel at least Bro, I'm not even joking. I got so goddamn infuriated. I was just about to put a goddamn sheet up. Like I was living in a trailer park. I was going to, I'm not even joking, bro. I was about to put the sheet up. Like it was a, a goddamn TP and you guys can come in and out as you please. I don't even care. Bro, sometimes it gets to the point where like, when you give up, I don't even get to that point where I want to put something. I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to leave it. People can see right through the hole that the doorknob's supposed to be in. I don't really give a shit at this point. Right? <laughs> is what it is at this point. We are not fixers. We'll, we'll, we'll go that far. We're not fixers. We're patchers. Like, we're good at putting a band-aid on a situation, but for the long term, it usually doesn't work out well. I guarantee you, your doorknob, your doorknob is going to fall off, like, in a week or two, and you just be like, oh. well, there's like, because that's what happened to me. I swear on my life. Yeah, I'm going to blame my daughter if that – JoJo! get a timeout she's not even anywhere near it all right yeah so we're back we're back we missed we, the monday until now we're we're back this is what 46 46 i believe so we almost got a full year in without missing a single week which i think is probably the biggest accomplishment we've had since we made this podcast it is it is and and I was just joking earlier. Like, I, I take full blame. I was at a Thomas Wright concert, but at that point, there was no turning back. It wasn't – I couldn't do anything. Like, I completely forgot, and then I went to the Thomas Wright concert, and then I was just like, eh, all right. Now, this is where me watching wrestling kind of takes, like – takes its toll because I saw a prime opportunity to have a heel turn, become the bad guy, embrace the bad guy. That's why I have those text messages back. I'm like, let's go. This is my time to be the bad guy. <laughs> I don't know if you will ever be the bad guy because you're just so nice, dude. There's nothing you can do that you're like, yeah, he's, he's going to turn to be the bad guy. He's, you're just, dude, you're like stone. Like, you're the you're the lovable dude. You're, you're just a lovable dude. That's never going to be the heel. Like, there's nothing you can do that's going to be the heel, bro. I try sometimes, though. I really do. And, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't work out. But, yeah, I do feel bad, though, because people were actually asking. And I think I think we do actually, like, kind of help people get through their Mondays a little bit. Oh, yeah, dude. We got to – dude, our fans are solid, bro. Shout out to them for actually hitting us up, too. And that hurts my heart that we missed the Monday just because they, they hit us up. And I was like, damn, bro. I got a co-sign for my man's bullshit, but I'll tell you, a real rider would have kept that shit in-house. I was not. I was telling everyone it was your goddamn fault. <laughs> I, I knew you did, too, because uh, once Miles posted his, because initially it was just your face, 
And then he goes, this just in. It's all nice fault. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, bro. There was no chance. I, was, I mean, I co-signed the bullshit because uh, I didn't come out with an episode either, but I definitely was. Th- I was driving the bus that you were under, bro. <laughs> hey, it's fine. It's fine. I'm completely cool with it. Own it up and everything. But I think this is the perfect opportunity to introduce everybody to season three. So I think this is season three starts now. Episode one of season three. So we're here and uh, it's pretty much our favorite time of the year, especially based off of our group chat, because for everyone who doesn't know, this group chat is pretty much based off of fantasy football. If I'm you can hop in if you think I'm wrong or not, but I'm pretty sure this is where it all started. Yeah, during the fall months, we average, I want to say, anywhere close to 200 text messages a day, just about fantasy. And that that honestly goes up. It's probably like 250 a day on just fantasy football stuff. It's very, very the, – the group chat blows up, like blows up, blows up. One of my favorite things to do sometimes is I like to take a break from my phone and just put the chat on silent, which it normally is all the time. And just see how many text messages I can get throughout the day. And then sometimes you come back to like 500. You're like, yeah, I'm kind of popular. Then you realize nothing in the chat was about you. Oh, so yeah. It's awesome. I, I like it. It gives me a false sense of uh, security with my friends. I'll just send 100 text messages talking shit to everyone in the group. <laughs> Hell yeah. So with that being said, earlier today we had our draft. And I, I think. For me personally, I love my team. I uh, I got one of my favorite players. I kept it in-house in where I got me a Vikings player in Justin Jefferson. Uh, my first pick was Ezekiel Elliott. Can't go wrong. I'm cool with that. The rest were just a bunch of fellers. Yeah, my team's a little hot dog shit, but I like your team. <laughs> I like your team too. I You, you just don't, need, you don't have a running back. No, no, I don't. I don't have, an, I don't have a running back that took an NFL snap You're this right. – uh, this year so we'll see how that goes but we do got a treat for all of our listeners being that it is fantasy football season being that it is the fall we have come to you with one of the most basic bitches and it is also our commissioner of our football league so in in taking care of fantasy football season there's some people that actually take the the challenge of becoming the leader of the pack, the commissioner. And there's one man out there that has to deal with a whole lot of bullshit from a whole different personality group, 12 different personalities. And that's our boy, Turn Up Tone. Welcome to the show. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Let's go. So right off the bat, how is it dealing with our, our league? It's absolutely terrible. You know, I'm going to cut to the chase. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, Someone had to step up and do it. I'm, you know, I'm not going to say I'm the natural leader for fantasy football, but there was probably three or four years where the champion was a big asterisk. And it was because there was heavy cheating uh, and questionable things going on in the league. So we just all decided that, you know, someone had had to step up. And unfortunately, that was me. And I have to deal with all of these uh, personal attacks and text messages throughout the year uh, because for whatever reason, 
you know, I would probably say eight of the 12 people in our league always think that the world is against them, no matter what uh, that decision is. So, you know, I love it. I have a lot of fun, but it, it comes with a lot of work. It is, um, you don't get paid for it. You just build memories. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of personalities uh, who, who make it a good time and, and we can have some laughs, you know, two seasons down the road because most people hold grudges for at least one. Bro, I will say this week alone, you have had to deal with so much bullshit. Normally, the payouts are pretty, pretty standard. You know, they're, they're standard payouts. Like it's a thousand and then $200 to second place. We don't ever do this other shit. For some reason, people wanted to get fancy this week. And I was just like, dog, let the commissioner worry about it. Let the commissioner worry about it. I'm a hands off kind of owner where I just, <clears throat> we're letting the commissioner deal with everything. It is what it is. I know he's not going to screw us. Let the commissioner deal with it. Everyone else wants wants it to be like a democracy. Nah, dog. I'm not about that life. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. Again, you know, something so small. And, you know, I'll just give a little bit of background to, to the listeners. In our league, you know, we like to heavily uh, reward the champion, the number one team. So, you know, I'm not going to, unless Nye and Connor want to give out how much we buy in and pay out, but, you know, you pretty much 10 times your money as the champion and you two times your money as uh, second place. And we just like to have heavily reward the champion. And that's, you know, we, we quote Ricky Bobby all the time. If you're not first, you're last. And, uh, you know, we have a few people um, in our group who, you know, again, they just try to play this victim and, you know, you'd be like, oh, payouts are pretty normal, but they're like, you know, they're going to create a narrative and paint a picture that since second place isn't four times in their money or third place isn't getting paid, that they're just getting royally screwed before the draft even happens. Um, and we have to deal with that. And, and let me tell you, this is probably the fourth year in a row I've gotten this text message. <laughs> and uh, this individual has taken it upon himself to to kind of be co-commissioner because he thinks the payouts are uh, so obscure. Um, but the the best part is, is it's you must be that worried, man, because you're not coming in first or second very much. So he's just trying to scrap any money he can get. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yo, I'm not joking. I lost it this week when someone said that the payouts need to be first place gets this second place that gets this. And then we're going to pay the person who has the most points, not the regular season winner, the person who has the most points. I was like, what in the, <laughs> what world are we living in where this is the biggest participation trophy of all time? Just someone who scores the most points, but doesn't win. They're like, yeah, they could be left out of the playoffs. Okay. So win, win some games. I don't know what you want me to tell you, dog. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. I'm, uh, you guys know me. I'm pretty, uh, I like winning a lot and I've never really praised anybody for coming in anything but first place. So when people are coming at me trying to, to scavenge ways to reward someone who didn't win, not only is it annoying, but it actually irritates me in a personality standpoint. Like, come on, boys. Like, it, you're clearly not in here to win it. And then you're talking about balancing your your um, buy-ins through all of your other leagues. So this individual seems to be doing it in all of his leagues um, <laughs> and just and trying to set himself up personally uh, to get as much money back as possible, which I find hilarious because we know that that's just his personality and 
and not it's probably been what four or five days now boys and we haven't gotten a legit vote in so i'm just i'm gonna tell tell you right now uh the, the payout structure has not been changed it's not <laughs> looking like it's going to <laughs> so we, we will hear from the commissioner's mouth right now and we'll make sure the group ends up listening to it uh to make this official on the payout can you announce to the world whoever's listening what the payout actually is so there's no confusion once we get back to the chat and should i use dollars or, or multiples yeah. dollars is cool so a thousand dollars for first place, two hundred for second place, and then I'll let one of you expand on it. But typically, once it gets to the championship, it's never that, anyways. So that's why the listeners right now don't even realize how big of a waste of time the voting was, because it it truly doesn't matter. We we kind of leave it up to the you know first and second to talk about it once it gets to that. So what what our commissioner is talking about right now is. Uh... Something, this is the reason why I was being just an asshole and kind of trolling and being difficult on that first night that conversations were taking place. Once you get to the championship game, the two competitors, I would say 90% of the time will come out to some sort of split where it'll either be 50-50, winner takes a little bit more, loser takes a little bit less. It usually comes out to a split. No one actually walks home with that full $1,000. So there it made no sense to me why we were even talking about this bullshit because at the end of the day most people are going to end up splitting it 50 50 yeah unless you're me in which case uh i've came in second three years uh in a row not last year but before that it had been three years in a row i came in second and two out of those three years i had probably my best player get injured and uh, Antonio Brown, and it was smart move by by people not uh not deciding to split the money. Let's just keep it call call it what it is. It was smart move because they ended up beating the shit out of me by forty points. So smart move, smart move. Wedding season is a little stressful, but there's one thing you don't gotta stress about, and that's who's officiating your wedding. Father Pat is officially ordained and ready to help you kickstart your new life with that special someone. Hit our boy Father Pat up if you're trying to take your special day to the next level. So negotiation tactics aren't always just a 50-50 split or a 60-40 where the winner gets more. Uh, there was one year that I felt like I had the best team in the league. I didn't really want to split, so I negotiated that no matter what, I was going to take away more money than uh, my opponent in the championship game. And I ended up losing in the championship game but I took home more money than the winner of the champ. So I, I crowned myself the champion of that year because I walked home with more money, but that, that's just the way I, I, I rolled it. People didn't like it. I liked it. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, underlining champ, you won the prize, but if there was a belt or something given out, you wouldn't have won the belt. So, I mean, in, in that sense, I agree with you. And you know, like maybe I'm just a good negotiator, but I, I would never make that deal if I was somebody, honestly. No. But every single championship game I get into, I get my ass slapped, bro. <laughs> I just freak out, dude. I'm like someone in a big game who just completely shits their pants. I don't even know who who in big games like for I'd be Andy Reid if he didn't win that Super Bowl. 
Are you interested in buying or selling a house? The market is hot right now, and we got the best agent in the game. Hit up Phil Pissingrilly at Revolution Rock. That's right, our boy Phil Pissingrilly at Revolution Rock. And let me tell you something, guys. This guy is a family man. You can't go wrong going with Phil Piz. Everything he touches turns to soul. And he'll help you sell a home. He'll help you find your forever home or simply assist you in the process. Feel free to contact him at 585-313-7355 or check out his Instagram at Phil underscore Revolution Rock. Revolution Rock, Phil Pissingrilly. Look for him. He's out there. Big things coming. I'll tell you, the bullshit that's happened in our league is unlike anything. So we're going to bring this back, what, probably a decade ago? <laughs> when a man gave up all of his picks and there was no veto system in it back back in the day. It was the wild, wild west back in the day. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, we had no rules back then. We were still learning ourselves. Uh, we we yeah. kind of just let things flow at that point then. And Peyton Manning got traded for, I think, a half-eaten bag of chips. And the man won the league. I think it was more than that. More than a bag of chips? No, I think it was more on the other end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a half-eaten bag of chips for, like, Peyton Manning, Julius Thomas, and uh, we'll go with Marvin Harrison. It was bad, dude. Yeah. What other laundry do we have to air out here today? Yeah, we'll let our commissioner air out some of the some of the dirty laundry that we have, uh, some of the dirty things that have been done in our league. Yeah, so I mean, I wish I had time to look at this because the beautiful thing that ESPN has done is keep all of those things saved. Uh, so we'll be able to look back one day and check all of the the things that we caught and, and maybe didn't even catch because you know. We're all competing with each other. We didn't think that anyone would go out of their way to just royally screw the league. Um, but that one example. Man <laughs> one man did. <laughs> but there was uh, that trade that um, that Connor's telling you guys about. The There was a, a team that was out of contention uh, probably in week 10 or 11 of the NFL NFL year. So probably two or three weeks left of the fantasy year and a team that was just trying to strengthen their roster, which we always do. There was a, uh, an agreement on the side where it was like, look, man, I'll give you my three best players for like $20 and that half beaten or half eaten uh, bag of chips. And, and they, they made this deal on the side and didn't think that we would catch them. Well, we did. So that was one of the championships that has, I would say five asterisks next to it. Um, but it was brutal. That, it, that got paid out too. It did get that paid out. That was a championship that got paid out. Oh. It got paid out. We didn't know what to do. We we yeah. didn't. You know, I probably should have just gave. I, I wasn't the commissioner then. That was one of the things that got me to you know us having to need a commissioner. We just trusted in ourselves at that time. <laughs> bad move. Extremely bad move. And I, I'm pretty sure if, if we're thinking of the same thing, that was Pitts and Grilly, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and by the way, he didn't play after that. 
<laughs> he was he was kicked out of the league. We've had a couple people get kicked out of the league. We've had a champion get kicked out of the goddamn league. Are you well well also Phil drafted the Bills in the first round. The Bills defense in the first round that <laughs> Seventh overall pick, and they weren't that good of a defense. Uh, it was bad from the beginning. Um and then are you talking about uh Pomar? Yeah, Toby. Yeah, so uh, another thing that we had to deal with, we had a guy who just did not pay the league fees through the entire season. He makes it to the finals, and we're all together during the week of the finals, and he tried to pay me when he already had scored 200 points. (laughs) 200 points in the finals game. So he tried to, like, and by the way, I told him about 12 times, look, man, if you don't pay me by the playoffs – you're not going to count. Um, and then he won it. So I think I gave everyone their money back. Yeah. And uh, we had to kick that poor man out of the league because, you know, we can't, we can't be in week, week, what is it, 14 or 15 of the NFL season. You can't cover your $50. <laughs> All I'm saying is that has to be the, the first time in the history of fantasy football where a man wins by and he won big he won by about 150 points wins by 150 points and is kicked out of the league the next year yeah that was brutal for him man he uh but you know what I will give him this the guy did not complain once to me when I said look you're keeping your money and I'm giving all their money back he knew what he did (laughs) He he was warned and he owned it. He's like, yeah, you're right. I probably should have paid earlier. You know, he wasn't looking for any handouts. He was a little bummed and disappointed, but anyone would have been. Yeah. Uh, so, but he handled it, and uh, we moved on from that. He did try to sneak his way back into the league through someone else's seat a few times, but uh, maybe one day we'll let, we'll let that champion who, who actually didn't get paid out back into the league. I remember yeah. seeing him at the bar, and he was so happy because the Redskins were uh, tacking on points. And I forget what player he had, but it might have been like Alfred Morris or somebody. <laughs> they were just going off, and he was like the happiest man. I think, at, like from what I remember, he was like celebrating the championship win <laughs> at the bar without paying yet. He didn't even offer to pay yet at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so. He was buying everyone shots at the bar, and then he never got the money. Oh yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's a tough look. But he did have a solid squad, so you know what? Oh, he won. He actually won. Where the the other example was, they bought that championship. They kind of pulled the Yankees on us um, in the league. And then the uh, this example, he built a team kind of like the Golden State Warriors, and just he he destroyed everyone in the playoffs. By the way, um, yeah, he he just happened not to actually pay the fee to be a part of the league. <laughs> Uh, so a little bit different of a, of an angle, but, and annoying that I have to text this man twice a week, trying to get him involved. (laughs) I I think that's the worst part about commissioner. Hey man, you didn't, you have a really good team. You should pay your fee before the playoffs. (laughs) Hey, it just shows you're serious, bro. It shows, it shows you're serious. and, And even if you're a champion, you can get kicked out of this league. I'll say, the 12 spots we got currently are pretty locked up. They're pretty – everyone's pretty, uh, I would say, invested into this league. I know I am for sure. I am. I I think 
I think the big surprise for me as a commissioner is, you know, I'm pretty sure Mike won and that I think Mike won and then retired. Yeah. Yep. So we had, we had Pomar, we had Choby, you know, win and get kicked out. And then we had Mike win and retire. So we've had some weird things going on. Mike will tell you he doesn't have the time for it, but you know, I'm going to call bullshit on that. You know, he Snapchats me, you know, twiddling his thumbs like eight times a week. I think he could, he could manage a waiver wire. Yeah. The dude knows the eighth <laughs> cornerback on, on the Broncos. He knows the, you know what I'm saying? He has time. Yeah. The guy's got time to, to just look at his roster once a week, but he retired on top. What is the most – is that the most egregious thing you've seen was the, the Toby thing not paying? No, I think the most annoying thing was the waiver wire, the shady waiver wire year. Waiver wire gate? Yeah, waiver wire gate was the most annoying because it was clear on the transaction <laughs> timeline that some weird shit was going on and no one was owning up to it. <laughs> so uh, give our listeners a little bit of the backstory of what had happened. So for the people who play fantasy football, and I mean, I, at this point, I everyone other than Mike Loria in my life has a fantasy football team, including my wife. Um, the waiver wire has a certain order that you can pick someone up. And then, you know, I think the waiver for most leagues, it kind of, it transacts on Wednesday at 4 a.m. or something. Um, but when you drop someone, it, it's, it, you know, I'm, I'm going to speak in layman's, it's yellow ad, not green ad. And the yellow ad means they just got dropped. They can't be immediately picked up. Well, this person was just dropped, and I remember putting a waiver in for him. Like, I'm waiting for the, you know, the 24, 48-hour mark that unlocks this person to be picked up because it gets, he's recirculated and gives everyone a fair shot. And I wake and I look that night to, like, just check what I had done, and he, would, he was already picked up. So I'm the commissioner. And I think we have a co-commissioner, but I gave out my password. You know, I, I won't name names. I'll let you guys name names if you want. But someone hey, wait, wait, this wait. man up. Is, he, is this person built like a fun size Snickers? Yeah, yeah. I think you're on to something with that, that uh, sizing. <laughs> All right. We're, the viewers got a little bit. They, they might know. They might know just from that <laughs> little hint. But proceed with what you got. Now, I think that this man would go to his grave saying no shady shit would happen. Just like he tried to swear he wouldn't eat a bag of Cheetos if it was the only option that day. You know, he, he has some pretty extreme ranges in his, in his uh, decisiveness and outcomes. So he would go to the grave saying nothing shady happened. But I know, and I'm pretty sure other people had put a waiver claim on this person, and he just automatically went to this guy who Connor just described as a fun size Snickers and you know we all call him out on it and you know he's like okay just put him back on the waivers and you know when someone says just put him back yeah. on the waivers it's kind of admitting that he got yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that shit right there that like I would go to my if I'm going to my grave with something I would never say put the prison back I'll be like dog he's on my team 
Like I got hit fair and square. Like, no, nah, you're not getting his ass. Like this is mine. Like I would fight for that person if they're on my squad. He was so quick to be like, nah, dude, like whatever. If it's not, if I didn't cheat, like put it on waivers. The reason I think he's so um, upset about it and won't ever, it, it, he, he won't admit it. There's no way he will actually admit it is because he doesn't want to be labeled as one of the, the cheaters, even though he was in the first cheat gate with uh, Phil Pizzarelli. I was about to say, are we going to, are we going to correlate that there, this isn't his first shady move? Oh no. He, he, he's dude and phenomenal fantasy football player. I'm not saying that, but he has a past. He has, he has a past of, uh, you know, um, I don't know. Uh, just doing some things that are uh, on the on the border of uh, cheating, you know. Yeah, and you know he he's so competitive. He's just fi- trying to find angles to win. But when you when you just pull back a little bit and then analyze what he has done, you know it's it's pretty much cheating. And yeah, the boys <laughs> the boys got a couple ships. He's got a couple ships. So I would say he's like the. Uh, I would say he's like the Patriots because he's got Spygate. He's got the tuck rule. He's got all this shit going on. And somehow he's just always back, always back doing his thing. But he will never admit to that uh, that Reggie Bush uh, waiver wire pickup, though. Which is now the name of your team, I saw. Hell yeah. You got to get some type of psychological <laughs> advantage. Oh, uh, yeah. When he's talking sh- shit in the chat, that, that's the first thing I go to during fantasy football season. It's just like <laughs> – no matter all the shit that I have done, cried about anything, I didn't try and get Reggie Bush early. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite Nye moment, this was also back in the Wild Wild West. Nye got pissed. He, he lost the playoffs, or I don't know if he either lost the playoffs or didn't make the playoffs. And my man dropped all of his players, literally every single one. He was picking up. Randy Moss, Dante Culpepper, all these old ass players were like, dog, you can't do that. Like <laughs> now everyone else is gonna get that t- that player. Yo, you know what the and craziest the way, part was? This is the craziest part. I didn't even do it for malicious, malicious intent or anything. It, I wasn't even pissed. I didn't make the playoffs, but I picked up all my favorite players. Like I picked up Colt Brennan, Randy Moss. Like it was it was like my second year of fantasy football. Like, even in the chat, I wasn't pissed or anything. I was just like, I'm trying to pick up my favorite players just to have a team. I didn't really think uh, about everybody else picking up all my players, which is on my bet. I own that. I, I remember texting, and I'm like, look, man, you're you're just – you're making the league uneven now because people are picking up your players, <laughs> your top players. And uh, he was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, fantasy will get you, like – your highest highs and your lowest lows. Like if I lose in fantasy, I swear to God that Tuesday, I I will be like legit pissed off. I'll think about, damn, I could have played this person. And it's, it's like a legit game. Like you go into that shit, like, damn, what could I have done better? I could have played, you know, Corey Davis was on the bench or I could have, but I thought he was going to get more points. It's tough, man. I swear to God, it really is like a legit game. Yeah, it's tough. And it's, it's a lot of fun. I couldn't imagine not doing it. Last yeah. year, I got my heart ripped out of my chest when I dropped Will Fuller. And then you picked him up, and then you had him on his bench, <laughs> on your bench. <laughs> the dude put up, like, 40 points. Yeah. 40 dude, points Joe, no everyone, And I was talking shit the whole time, too, so that's even worse, bro. 
but you didn't even put him in. So like you're talking shit for no reason. But and I then you put him in the team. next week and he only had like five points. <laughs> and then he got hurt the week after. Bro, I swear to God, my lowest moment, and this is this also has to do with like my family, and this is why I'd say this is my lowest moment in fantasy football. Um, I told Miles uh to trade Fozzie Whitaker for JJ. Um, and JJ, that was that week, dude. This dude went for 200 plus yards when he was with the Dolphins, like went for an insane amount of yards. And Fozzie Whitaker got like six points the rest of the season, bro. Do you know how hard it is to look at your brother and just be like, dog, like I fucked you. Like you didn't, you're not getting in the playoffs because I made you trade for Fozzie Whitaker. Like that's, that's not me, big dog. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take the L on that. Oh man. That is brutal. Yeah, man. I, I was a part of, was- uh, the veto the with uh trevor well who was i was oh, very dude. mad at me and i was very <laughs> i mad was at pissed me. i was pissed and I, i'll tell you why i was pissed because he's the one that sent me the trade this is the worst trade in history he sent it to me but yeah i was pissed about that i forget who was in it it was carlos hyde Devonte adams it was Devonte adams for another half eaten bag of chips for the other half eaten bag of chips and uh like carlos hyde he offered it yeah. to me <laughs> Yeah, Trevor has moments like he'll be so hard to trade with. And then, you know, one day he'll just get trigger happy and send the worst fucking trades in the world. And then I see it. I literally see it get posted. And I'm like, there's going to be drama because this is going to get vetoed. And by the way, for the listeners, the veto isn't just me. I'm not making the decision on myself. We vote as a league. But we're pretty harsh critics of everything, so you kind of know when things are going to get vetoed. I knew right away this was. <laughs> uh, and so did Nye. So Nye was pissed before the votes even got in. Oh, fact. yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> I accepted it and automatically was pissed. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> uh, my lowest low was I was playing Billy – um, back when Billy was in our league in the playoffs, and I beat him by one point. And the next day, there was a an adjustment, and Matt Stafford got two points docked from him. Dude, that was in the playoffs too. It was in the playoffs. It was in the playoffs. I remember that. Yeah, dude, that was bad. So I was I was riding an all time high wave, like I'm going into the semifinals, and like. I had a pretty good squad and I opened the app up and I'm like, what, wait a minute, what happened here? And I had to look at everyone's points and Stafford got docked two points. It was, it was a terrible feeling. As if I were playing the game, I was on the field taking hits and shit. That's how bad it felt. Dude, I'll tell you, you have to ice up sometimes after Tuesday. Like, God damn, it was a tough <laughs> week out there. Mental agility, bro. <laughs> So for the first year ever this year, we're going to introduce the a punishment for last place. And it hasn't been established that we're we're doing the blow up doll thing. Honestly, if if no one's going to to chime in or, or have like real, I don't really like Marshalls just because one, I think it's overdone. I think it's a great idea. I just think it's overdone. And then two, not everyone in the group has tattoos. And you know. I just don't see Stendardo, who I'm sorry, Stend, you just have a high likelihood of, of coming in last sometimes in this league. You're doing a lot better, man, and, and you're definitely – you were the most improved last year. 
but I'd hate for your first tattoo to be a Hog Nation fantasy thing on your butt cheek. It would Dude, just. I love it. I love the idea. Like, if we can get everyone to sign off on it, I already told my wife. I'm like, yo, I'm. This is this is what we're doing. I would get it on your upper thigh. Like, who's gonna see it on your upper thigh? Yeah, but for us, we already have them. You know what I mean? It's like it's not that big of a jump. You're just adding. Um, but like, I don't know. Uh, I think the don't blow up doll. I think the Could blow you up would be Rob, hilarious. Bro, Rob with a tattoo that says Hog Nation on like his <laughs> upper thigh. Bro, but he you wouldn't do it. Bro, that's why everyone needs to sign off on it. Like, all right, every single person, if you if you come in last, like if I come in last, I fully expect to get the tattoo. Fully expect it. I'm not gonna I get mean, it I- on like I'm not gonna get a face tattoo and look like trippy red out in this bitch. I'm gonna get it on my upper <laughs> thigh so people don't really see it. I just think there's four people in the group chat that wouldn't do it. Trevor uh, wouldn't do it. Stendardo wouldn't do it. I don't think Nye would do it. I'd do it. No, I don't think I would, I would do, do it. it. Nice yeah. in. I'd do it. 100%. Uh, I, I would do it. I, I just think the blow up that would be so funny, dude. I that didn't even hear funny. the blow up idea. Uh, the blow up idea, whatever. What is so, it? So it's uh, if you come in last place, you have to take, you have to go buy a blow up doll. So there's money in it, like a full size blow up doll. You have to take the blow-up doll to Applebee's, and you have to order a two-for-20 and eat the meal <laughs> by yourself. And you and, and someone has to videotape it, so you have to get a window seat in the Applebee's. I think the worst part about that would be eating the Applebee's, bro. That place no, is shit, dog. No, Applebee's is good. I, I go yeah, for the dude, we've had way too many memories at Applebee's for you to be dogging it like that. I don't know how where you came up in the last few years, Bro. <laughs> bro, bro, Applebee's appetizers are solid. The, this solid. ain't this ain't Connor from E Rock right now. Like, yeah, oh my god, Oh my, it's the same man. It's the same man. Not the same man. You just dogged Applebee's, bro. We used to go there three times a week. I wish I could take it back, but I didn't say it. <laughs> I did. God damn it, dude! I think I'm turning into someone I don't want to be anymore, man. <laughs> we we just witnessed it live. Oh, yep. That right there. That's how I knew. Like, I, I've been okay with the Snapchats and been like, "Yeah, the kid made it." Blah blah. blah looking <laughs> off your front porch over the lake and shit. But don't fucking talk shit about Applebee's, bro. That's fucked up. I've, I've had it. It was the Applebee's thing that threw me over. You know, God damn it, dude. Oh, oh but man, could could you imagine? And I'm sorry, I'm picking on Easton Dardo. Could you imagine Stardo ordering a two for twenty for him in a blow up top? Bro, that would be oh. awesome. Bro, oh. it, honestly, that is a good idea. And then you'd have to write like over the blow up doll, like "I suck at fantasy" or something like that. Like a, I don't know, a shirt or something. I I don't think you gotta let anyone know why you're in there. That that would make it even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, <laughs> that's what you're trying to make it rough but it's only it's only an hour it's not a lifetime of uh, a tattoo the, the, the tattoo doesn't bother me i just don't know i would hate to like put it in and say like this is the actual um last place punishment but then only eight people take it seriously 
Bro, my thing is, uh, like, Miles has came in last, like, multiple times. So, like, <laughs> would he have to get multiple hug Yeah, you, you, would, you would just have to add the year to it. <laughs> like, damn, that boy's whole body's covered up in hog nation tattoos. What the <laughs> hell is going on? Oh, uh, yeah. I, who came in last last year? Mm, was it I me? don't know. No, I wasn't. I think all three of us were in the playoffs. I wasn't. I think I just missed it because I lost both my my top two picks early. I, I scratched and clawed just to go seven and six. Mm, I don't know who was in last, to be honest with you. It wasn't Miles, right? It might have uh, been Miles, actually. It might have been. It might be three years running. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, he'd have a whole back tattoo at this point. Oh, yeah, dude. I was it, it would have to be a face tat at this point, like just a stamp on his head. Also, there was one year. So yeah, Miles, you know, I'm 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 sorry, Phil, if you listen to this, which you should, and I picked on you because you have outperformed Miles in the last three to four years. Yeah. Even though you did pick Dan Bailey in like the seventh round in your initiation year. So my thing is, who are you more? impressed well no I wouldn't say impressed would be the word but Miles will try to pick people who are not like I I think he tries to make stuff happen that he shouldn't and then Phil will just legitimately auto pick like there's there's no way every single thing he does is auto auto done like everything today for the most part he did have a couple ones that weren't but mostly every single thing he did today he was like Saquon great pick or something like that it's like dog like that's the number one person that was queued up on, on the thing like you, you were gonna take him yeah I'm, I'm I would go miles route because he's actually doing his own thinking um but you know Phil I'm look I'm looking at the standings last year Phil came in fourth uh but not really I, I don't know how these standings are working on ESPN Phil made a playoff run but it was a it so, was a it was a tight league last year. Yeah, the whole dude, the whole league was five and eight to seven and six for the most part, and then Kyle was nine and four. Who came in last? Rob. Someone got burked. He's yeah, a, <laughs> he burked himself. <laughs> Robert's another one, man. He's always doing something. I feel like I Rob always yeah. beats me. Yeah, he usually beats me too. Like I swear to God, like the, I'm one of his five wins. I get, I would put money on it. Yeah, same. I don't know. Why. I beat the teams I shouldn't, and I lose to the teams that I should not as well. Trying to see, uh, I'm pretty bad at navigating this. Uh... Navigating ESPN's website and trying to look. Yeah, Phil came in last two years ago. Damn, here we are just shitting on Miles. I said he came in last three years. Sorry, big <laughs> oh, dog. I didn't, I didn't realize last. Kevin had such a rough year in 18. My man went three and 10. That actually might be the worst record. Yeah, so did Miles ever come in last, or am I just spitting out bullshit? Brian Kent went three and 10 in 17. Wow, Phil hasn't even came in last. Damn, we're just shitting on shitting on two random guys in, in the in the league right now. 
Yeah, but Miles' name is always hovering around there. <laughs> always. <laughs> the, dude, the dude plays in the toilet bowl, but he's never actually won the toilet bowl. Uh, and then, Connor, your team name for two years was this team sucks ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, I think I made it to – wait, was that one year? Uh, one year, I, I don't think I made the playoffs. So, so Dave Pomar – Toby McGravy train in 2015 won it, but he was five and eight in the regular season. So anything can happen. Anything's possible. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never actually looked at this. I came in. Oh, no, I didn't. So these standings are messed up because it said I came in last in 2014, when my when I was no uh, the Andre Swellington, <laughs> it said I came in last at, at six and seven. I don't think any of us remember this, boys. Kyle Van Thoff went zero and twelve and one. No, he went over the entire year. He never won. 0 a game. twelve and one. Oh, he tied someone. He tied uh, nine. Oh no, he tied. There was a lot of ties. I don't know who he tied. Damn. All right, boys. It, this is this uh, Zoom is about to kick us off. So, Ant, any last words? Uh, good luck. I had a I had fun drafting today. You know, now I got a few homers in. I got two big homers in, um, and that just doesn't change. So that's part of the league. Oh yeah. <laughs> good luck, boys. Thanks for having me on. Right, thanks, thanks for being on, on bro. Us.